Here we are, uh, recording episode one, take two of, we finally have a name for it, so now it's uh, 86 Stupid. Mm-hmm. So appropriate. <laughs> it's perfect. perfect. It's perfect. Um, I'm Michelle, and I've been in the industry for most of my adult life. I've left and come back, and I love the variety, the fast pace, and the getting to meet new people, and I hate the stupid people, and the monotony. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'm Celia, and yeah, my uh, real ever job, I guess, when I was 18, and since then um, was serving in the service industry, and my th- things I love about it is the controlled chaos, when it's <laughs> so many things to do at once, and there's like a flow to that chaos, um, and then also, yeah, the thing that's really frustrating about it is the the job itself, like it's like you love it, but you also find it annoying. Oh, yeah. It's funny, today was really, really slow at work. Like, probably the slowest day that I've ever had. I don't know why, but we were um, talking about how people think it's so easy to do this job or anyone can own a restaurant, and that's not the case. No. And those are the things that are issues. Like, people don't foresee having to deal with shitty customers or the, the negative aspects of it at all. No. That's what, when... I mean, I think the cool philosophy about the place that we used to work was... You know, if they don't like it, send it back. And I feel like for the most part, because we were able as servers to, like, approach the table that way. Like, right. You know, hey, like, you were just trying to make you have, like, a really good time here. If you don't like it, let me know. But I can't imagine, like, oh, as in owning the restaurant sort of perspective, you know, like, how much food you end up, like, right. comping or, like, may goodness. Yes. I don't know. I did like, yeah, I did like the philosophy, but I feel like back then, <clears throat> not that it was so many years ago, but I feel like people were different and they didn't take advantage of it as much as they do now. Yeah. Now I feel like, not necessarily there or even some of the restaurants I've worked at since then, but people just want the free meal. They'll complain yep. about anything to get a freebie and it's just, it's so ridiculous. That is a good topic because I already have like, you're already zinging my brain about <laughs> something that happened like last week where, you know, there was the menu says like the $3 bloodies and mimosas oh, yeah. in a little box. But at the top, it's, you know, yeah, I can kind of see how it's a little bit, I really don't think it's deceiving. There's a list of drinks at the top. It says what they are. There's specialty cocktails for breakfast only on the weekends. They don't have a price. Right. But the bloodies and mimosas are in a box. Right. With that said $3. So the thing that was frustrating was at the end of the meal, you know, everything's going fine. I go check, blah, blah, blah. Um, easy morning. The lady comes up to me and she's like, I thought this was only $3. <laughs> and I was like, this is after I already run the card too. Right. So now oh, I have to get like a manager to get, you know, and we were just talking about that. Um, I have to get the manager to like adjust the, the bill, which is kind of easy, but it's still just another frustrating step that is unnecessary. Right. Had she just told me before I ran the bill, but she's like, I thought it was $3. I said, no, you know, I'm sorry. These ones are $3. I'm really sorry about that. She's like, oh, well, I didn't like it anyway. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, you... You didn't want to. Pay, you just don't want to pay for it because right. it ended up being nine dollars. Yep, right. that's you know that's a little bit hefty. You know, sure. I guess, and it it wasn't on there. But it you just can't look at the back of that menu and assume the thing's not in the box. Right. <laughs> it was three dollars too. Well, and don't wait until the end of the meal to complain about something yep. because you yep. don't like the price of it. That's and it, that's what it was. 
And that's what happens too, you know? Yep. So it's kind of like this weird thing where the server's there to help you. Like, right. if you don't like something, just tell me. But if you're willing to pay for it, even though you didn't like it because it was $3, but then you're not willing to pay for it right. when it's more expensive, it's like that's really not. You just didn't that's want to you. Pay the price. Yeah, that's you. That's it's, on you. It's not, it doesn't have anything to do with the flavor. No. At all. And that's so frustrating. I hate when people complain at the very end oh, I didn't really like it or it didn't taste that good. It was okay. I could have fixed it. Yes. If you would have told me at the time. I don't, I've never understood that in my life. I don't understand that. And I feel so, like, silly when I'm like, hey, guys, so how was everything? <laughs> With, like, this big old smile on my face. And they're like, well, hmm, this could have been better. I'm like, now what? Like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. What do I segue into now? Because right. I've already been to your table. I've already been checking on you. You've been eating the food. And all of a sudden, it's like, I'm, what? It's just like a total like turnaround. It's a total like right. what the hell? <laughs> now I'm now I'm cleaning your plates and now you have a problem. Like it's too late to yep. fix it. I can't do anything now. Nope. If you've eaten or drank everything, I can't. Th- yep. It doesn't make sense for me to comp it for you or. Yep. For you to wait that long to complain, it just doesn't. No, I totally hear you, and I'm just like, you know what? I already have dirty plates in my hand. I'm right. going, I'm on the way. I've got other things to do. You know, your problem is not my problem anymore you because had you had times. the opportunity to tell right. me, and I could have made this problem solution. You know, so right. Yeah, that's just the service industry, and I don't know. I'm interested to see like what fall. Fall should be busier for most places, I guess. At least. Yeah. I got my ass kicked on Friday night. Like, Friday day was slow. Uh-huh. Friday night, I didn't think I would because the first week of school, but I got my ass kicked. That's what I'm wondering about the first week of school. Or not. There's always, it's so funny when, like, the servers or bartenders can yeah. always predict, like, oh, well, these three different things, these factors are <laughs> happening right. right now, and plus the rain, or, like, something <laughs> weird. Yeah. And, you know, it's either going to be busy or you know that it's going to be slow. Right. If we could predict the business from a day-to-day standpoint, we wouldn't even have to work in this industry, too, is the funny thing. Yes. I think that more companies, more restaurants should take on servers and bartenders for their experience that they have and be like, you design the restaurant for us. Oh, absolutely. Right? I have walked into restaurants, been hired, and, like, fed all this bullshit about the strong servers get the good sections, the good schedule, blah, blah, blah. That's a whole other side note. But I've walked in, and I'm like, you have... A server station that's smaller than your table right here. People can't see, but it's a dining room table. Yes. You have a server station that is smaller than that where you're trying to fit five to ten servers in a shift. And elbows. Who the fuck designed this? (laughs) I know. No one that's ever worked in a restaurant has ever designed this. I know. This is just like all the baby products, all designed by by men who haven't had babies. (laughs) It's the same exact thing. It's the same thing. Let the people who know what they're doing design the stuff. I think that would be a fabulous concept for a design firm run Absolutely. by servers, backed by people with a left brain st- strategy who know right. how to do all the technological <laughs> stuff. Right. We show up and we're like, no, this is how it's going to be productive and efficient. Right. This is how you're going to make your, your most money, too, because if you can't make money if you're not efficient. Right. If you're stumbling over each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm still waiting in line to get my pop filled, so <laughs> because I only have, we have one pop machine and... <laughs> We have one gun and it's behind the bar and the bartender's getting their ass kicked and it's a nightmare, so. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. remember the ice being downstairs? Oh. At Lucky's? Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. And like nobody, like on those really busy nights, like, you couldn't go, you couldn't go downstairs to get it. side work? That was a nightmare. How were you going to walk up 20 stairs, up and down, in the middle of a rush, with a 
couple buckets of ice. It's not possible. No, and I was so weak. I was so weak back then. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was so heavy and so far. I like even just dreaded not even. It's not like I wasn't even trying to be a team player. I'm like, remember putting the the containers of like food. Oh my gosh, if anyone has ever spilled an entire tray oh. of Expo sauce, I need to know. Yeah, that was I Did hated. Ever do that? She one may time. Have. I hated that side work so bad. It would take me two hours to stock oh those God. dressings. Thank you. Seriously. I was like, what is, like, this shouldn't be is taking this long. That's what I thought. Okay, well, flipping. I was like, I must suck, but I'm flipping and filling all of these on a busy Friday or Saturday. It was a nightmare. No, well, especially when you, side work. When you start <laughs> your side work, maybe, okay, um, you're a volume on a Friday. You kind of hit, it's still busy, but you're cut because it's not that busy anymore. Like the right. first busy push is over. It's still busy. Everyone is kind of flying around, but you could just be cut. And then you're trying to do your side work. And, and then you, you really can't. Right? Because mm-hmm. then someone, if you get the one person who's like, just like that so tedious about checking you out. Yeah. So annoying. Um, <laughs> like, no, I don't, you don't need more soup crackers. You don't need more soup crackers. Like you have a lot. Right. And you're not going to go through them. And what was always interesting, too, the people that would bust the balls the most would be the laziest when it came to side work. It's very interesting that you're busting my balls, but wait a second. Now, tomorrow, mm-hmm. you're going to be the first person to try to skip out on your shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I had someone literally tell me, and Shannon was there, so she knows. But she was like, <laughs> can you actually just like clean this all up so I don't have to do it? Oh. And I'm like, oh, are we for real? Like, I've just gotten so, so good at just, like, closing my mouth. And yeah. Just, I'm like, oh, sure, of course, of course, of course, of course. Because it doesn't <laughs> really bother me to do it. And I'm just kind of glad that, like, that is, I'm not, I don't act like that. Like, right. what, because you're, you're the closer. And you're really super tedious about checking out all the soup crackers or the wet naps or whatever. Right. And it's, like, you don't really want to do all the work either. Right. But you want to make sure it's all done as long as someone else does it. And you should have, uh, yeah, you have stuff you have to do too. You shouldn't make sure that everyone does it so you have nothing to do. Mm-hmm. So you get to stay and make the money. And sometimes staying sucks yeah. to be the closer. Depends, yeah. However, um, you shouldn't, yeah, it shouldn't be just, you shouldn't be able to just walk out of your shift because no one else gets to. I got to be here for two hours doing yeah. shit. You don't have to roll the silverware. Like, right. oh my gosh. I feel like that has been... <laughs> The worst. I'm like, okay, I've been doing side work for like an hour. Yeah. I'm finally ready to go, and then more side work comes out. I'm like, but I never say anything. Yeah. I always just do the side work. I, I feel like I should just be like, no, it's I already did it. But then you're not a team player. I did a hundred already, so yeah, I hate silverware so bad. I used to work at this place that we'd have to wait um, for like two hours afterwards. To get the the dishwasher would be so bogged down with everything else. Like, hey, can we get the silver done? He wouldn't do it, wouldn't do it, wouldn't do it. It's like, okay, we've been sitting here for two hours. And now yeah, we're no, just that's drinking. Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. At least but you got to clock out. So obnoxious. Well, yeah, that's something. Some people do clock out and, like, roll silver with a, with a drink. Like, you know, like, I'm not that close to home, and right. I'd rather just get paid, like, right. $6 to do this. It's not going to take me 30 minutes, but right. I don't know. I mean, I'm just waiting around for 10 minutes while the silverware is getting clean, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's silverware. definitely, yeah, I don't, it sucks because at where I currently work, I don't ever drink either because it's, I mean, it's a half an hour drive for yeah. me, so. Yep. I either have to pay an Uber or I just don't drink, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. It's tough. Well, you don't, yeah, we talked about this. You don't smoke either. 
or you used to, or something like a long time ago. Yeah, I don't ago, smoke cigarettes. Like, well. you don't... I haven't for a yeah. long, long time. Yeah. So yeah, so we don't get breaks. Yeah, so we don't get breaks. <laughs> but... This has been a hot button issue at where I work too about people taking breaks and abusing the smoke breaks and. That finally did come up actually. Oh, finally, really? I'm nice. so surprised. And I saw it. I was like the peripheral. I saw everything happen. That's funny. Where like someone's like, "Can I go on my break?" And they do like like everyone I basically work with smokes. I'm pretty sure, except for maybe one other person, and it's like, can I have a break? Which will you watch my section? And I always say yes. Like I don't care. That place right. is. It's never gonna be too crazy. Where I'm like, no, right. I can't handle it. So I'm like, sure, I don't care. Like it's not. It's never been a habit of mine. It just doesn't bother me. But the man, the manager on duty that day was like. You just went out. You're not going out again. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I was like, That's "Oh awesome. my god!" Like, is this happening? Shit was you. It was tangible. So it was funny. like the server was pissed, and he. I mean, he was like, "You don't cry about it." And I was like, "Oh no, you shouldn't say that." It's, That's funny. Oh man, people have cigarette breaks. I mean, I don't really get it, but I do. But I don't. I get it to a certain point, but don't abuse it. Like, there's. I've worked with people that. Your section looks like a tornado hit it. You, yeah. The smoke break should not be your top priority no. right now. Please clean up your shit because I get pissed when people sit at dirty tables and now when they have no option because mm-hmm. they don't have a clean table in the section that's open, like, that's not, it's not fair, you know? No. And plus, like, I don't know. Though I feel like, I wonder if so many, if the majority of people do smoke cigarettes in the service industry. Yeah, I don't know. Or if they didn't, but they started to. Because <laughs> I have joked about that. Like, you know what? I think I'm going to start smoking just so I can get a break. Well, I then mm, I mean know. if it takes like one to one try and to bum yeah. a cigarette or whatever and then I don't know I've never smoked so I don't sure it's such like a a hab- habitual like right common thing where you're gonna have one then they're gonna have one and we're gonna go out especially and after talking, work yeah and everyone's talking over cigarette breaks and mm-hmm. yeah I just didn't like the I don't know I smoked for a couple months when I turned eighteen I didn't like the flavor of it it was a cool thing and then I feel like. I worked in so many bars that it was smoking at the time. Yeah. I'd go home and smell like an ashtray, and I was just like, I don't enjoy this at all. Nope. I don't want to make myself smell this way. Nope. But then it was always funny, too. Like, okay, I don't really smoke for that long, so I'm probably going to die sooner than everyone else because I have secondhand smoke from working in these bars for years and years, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Secondhand smoke. So I don't smoke. know what's the, the better choice, but... Well, it just goes down to it that the service industry can be has its ups and downs, yeah. In the job, like the actual oh, sure. being clocked in, but also like the side, I don't know, the side effects or the lifestyle effects the lifestyle have their positive sure. and their negative. Oh, absolutely. And so I would say that's part of it. It's just like that it's a, it's literally like a very obvious concrete cycle of during, but especially after work, like a cigarette and drink, cigarette oh, yeah, and drink, sure. cigarette and drink. So not only are you having more cigarettes or cigarettes for the first time in your life or, right. you know, you're doing the cigarettes, you're doing the drinking, which leads to more drinking and cigarettes after work, which just leads you to staying out later and later. Right. And there's a balance. You know what I mean? It's oh, kind of absolutely. like, at the end of the day, do you want to spend six out of your seven nights up until three in the morning smoking cigarettes and drinking and spending 40% of what you made? Well, that's what we talked about last week, too. Like, spending, I mean, there's probably, I've probably worked, and I've probably done it myself, too, worked with people that spend 80% of what you made sitting after the bar. Like, it's fun for a while to hang out with your friends after and like bitch about the industry or bitch about your customers but it's like okay I just <laughs> I made this much and I'm walking home with a fraction of that because I, it's just at the end you know and especially when you have kids too it's harder like yep, okay I, I can't I was just thinking that you know I can't do this well when you start using when you start becoming more real about 
the service industry. And that doesn't even mean you have to be like a lifer in the service industry. You can have a job, any job, and take it right. pretty seriously. Or at least, um, I don't know, just like take it in a way where you can still be productive. Where there's always a balance. You should have fun. You should enjoy yourself. But then are you also letting that prevent you from doing anything? Right. So in the service industry, it's so obvious where sometimes you see that after work. And oh, you're absolutely. Not, you're taking two steps ahead with what you did that night or made that night. And you're taking one step back after you work three times a week. Right. Either either through like the staying after and having drinks or even playing pull tabs or all that. Yeah, like that's... Chasing, mm-hmm. chasing the box, trying to make up. If it's a slow night, I mean, how many times do we see people like, oh, I'm going to make up the money that I didn't make tonight. And then lose everything that they made from their yep. shift. It's like, oh, man. I mean, I'm not a gambler, so it's easy for mm-hmm. me to be like, nope, that's not for me. Yeah. But it's tough to watch, too. And then, yeah, all of a sudden, then it's a cycle, too. Like, okay, now I need to pick up an extra shift because I just gambled yeah. away everything. And then it's the vicious cycle that way, too. It is. It can be. So it's like, how do you make the job, whether you're doing it hardcore for now or maybe maybe you are committed to doing this for, like, for your foreseeable future, like, how do you make it? still something that you can do every day, like livable, but right. then also productive. Because it, this is a job where not everyone gets to go to work and right. like have that like built-in, literally a built-in bar, like after right. their job. Oh, they have sure. to go somewhere and that's where they do that and they decompress. But, you know, with us or like in small family-owned places too, it's like, it's it's a family, there's comfort there, there's support right. there, built-in bar. Right. So how do you... <laughs> still you know make good choices in the service industry and how do you not let it i mean i feel like in the service industry we don't take the work home with us like office people do or something i mean definitely this is office people (laughs) you know what i mean like this is a real job but i feel like we don't have to take home the stress stress with us as much i mean i still do a lot of the time but how do we not let those other factors too affect us like the drinking the drugs the emotional stuff like Mm -hmm. how do you not let that stuff you know wear you down yeah, these are good questions, especially like, yeah, whether you're in the service industry for three months right, or whether you're in the service industry for 30 13 years. years. <laughs> yeah, 30 years. Which is terrifying to me, but I guess, you know, at some point, if I keep going, I'll be in there too, so. Hey, that's, I mean, that's the thing too, like the whole idea and concept of, you know, being in the service industry is not like, it's not a solid job and it's not the kind of success that other people right. have. You know, it's like, I feel like we are all really just trying to, especially people in the service industry. I feel like they like, they flocked that industry because they actually know right. that they can't do the nine to five. Right. And they, they value their time differently. That's not to say people at nine to fives don't, but right. you know, being in the service industry, I feel like there's something special about those people. I do too. And I feel like, I mean, especially you and I, and I feel like a lot of the people we've worked with don't like the structure. No. Like I don't like the rigidity of having a no. nine to five. Nope. Like, I've done it, and it sucks. I have done it, too, I and I didn't like I'm laugh. boxed in, and, yes. like, it's just, it's too rigid, you know? Yeah, even even physically. Like, I love, I never really considered this, but with the job at a restaurant, we are utilizing so many different skills. We're using mental skills, physical skills, Absolutely. large motor skills. Like yeah. We're walking all over. We're holding these big ass trays. <laughs> yes. You know, and they're also doing fine things and yeah. small you know, important little tiny details. Right. Like your mayonnaise on your burger that you want to make sure gets there, otherwise you're going to bitch at me. So it's like (laughs) we literally see the scope of tiny and and enlarge. And that is something that not a lot of places, I feel like, would get a 9 to 5. I feel like a lot of, and not all 9 to 5, obviously, but I I do feel like 
a lot of nine to five, it's very focused on like one or two things. And we have to be focused on so many things. And I've seen, you know, in different groups that I'm in, people posting like, what, what job would I be good at? Because I want to leave the industry. Yeah. I'm like, we can do anything. Mm-hmm. It sucks that we're boxed in and people don't think this is a real job yep. or, you know, don't think we have the skills. Like we have so many skills from this industry. Okay. So many customer service. Skills. Right. Customer service. Problem Attention to so- detail. Problem solving. Problem <clears throat> solving is that is the skill that is good for every single thing in life. Right. I don't okay. care and where you're just at. It too. Life. Yeah, not life even skills. other jobs. Yeah, life skills for sure. Mm-hmm. Problem solving and like just even be able to read the room or read your tables yeah. within the first greeting. I mean, I can tell in five seconds, mm-hmm. generally speaking, what kind of table you're gonna be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this will thus for express the amount of effort that I might put in. Absolutely. Table. My attitude is going to change if, if you sit at a dirty table or if I greet you and, hi, how are you? And you cut me off to blurt out diet coke uh-huh. and yell at me. My service is going to change yeah. and I just don't care as much right now. Yeah. And that sucks, but that's how it is. But that's like <laughs> another intuitive. So it's like being in a job for a while, but also I'm curious just to see like how many people actually flock to this job over time uh, or like from all of us who we just naturally can read people yeah and like some people go in the service industry and they're not they're just not good at it and you don't last and maybe it's because you cannot handle right the basic but complicated right you know skills that are essential to be good and i don't know um successful at your job right it's funny we talked about that today too when i was bored at work like not everyone's good at this job. Nope. People think it's so easy, but you can tell when someone sucks at this job, and it's like, uh, it's not. For, it's not for everyone. Nope. It's just not. Not everyone can do this job, and not everyone should do this job. Mm-mm. And it sucks because I see some shitty servers, and it's like now you're giving all of us a bad name. Yep. I haven't been out in a long time to see like really bad service. And speaking of bad service, when you get bad service, yeah. when you're a server, <laughs> first of all, it has to be like. Just outrageously, like, I mean, like, the Mordor of, like, right. bad atrocious, service. Yeah. Like, I'm totally atrocious for me to really, <laughs> really say that. Um, but even so, I feel like I'd still probably give you 20%. And I do. <laughs> Just, like, that, and that's what service people do because we are, at the end of the day, still actually compassionate and caring. And we're still a family. Like, we've talked about, like, it's still it's dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. But we're still a family and we still look out for each other. And I feel torn sometimes. You know, I see people like, well, you can't reward bad service, blah, blah, blah. Well, maybe they're having a shitty day. Yes. Like, I've had some shitty days. I've had a lot of stuff happen this summer where I haven't been on my A game. Mm-hmm. And, like, and I've made really good money. So, I'm like, I can't look at someone and be like, oh, your service was shitty. And be like, I'm just tipping you 10%. Yeah. Like, maybe some of the shit that's happened to me happened to you. And yeah. you can't, you, and you can't go up to a table with the signs that we talked about. Oh, like, my gosh. I wish I had a sign that said all the things that happened to me. Like, mm-hmm. you'd probably leave in tears. Yeah. And yet I'm still functioning and still fairly good at my job. You know, maybe not on my A game, but... Well, yeah, when people use the know. tip as, like, their gauge of value of your service, it's right. like... And that's the part that dehumanizes the server. Is that right. I am not here to literally just fill up your pop and your plate of food. Right. Otherwise, I don't know, go get your food at a gas station you and do go, it yourself. Yeah. Go do the self-serve, yeah. Otherwise, you know, like, you have to expect at the end of the day that I am a person and I'm trying my best. Right. I feel like at least... You know, I've been, took like a six year break and now going back in the service industry, I only had one. I feel like I only had one situation. So I hope it, I don't know if it happens often or maybe it's just where you're serving or the city that you're serving in. 
but I've only had one person actually stiff me because I wasn't putting garnishes on <laughs> their cocktails, right. and I wasn't also apparently moving fast enough to get their stuff. And, you know, I just I was like, no, no, man. Like, I've been here for two weeks, and I'm right. sorry you didn't get a freaking lemon. So you can squeeze, like, literally a quarter of a, a teaspoon of right. lemon juice into your drink. <laughs> so you're going to stiff me out? And it was, like, a $62 tab. So, like, for someone to, like, judge, you know, like, use the tip power. Right. Oh, for sure. To, like, for your service. That, I, those people, they can go eat at the gas station. Oh, for absolutely. all I care. And it's funny because I used to get more more mad at stuff like that. And now it just entertains me. It's like, you know what? You suck. And mm-hmm. I just don't care. And I'll remember you next time you come in. That's because what I'm like, like, I gotta remember your face. Except yep. they bolted. Like, damn. Yeah. That's what I, yeah, the server was like, I've had them before. You have to, she's snapping at yeah. me as I had the dirty plates in my hand <laughs> at the dish pit. I don't have to do she's shit. Like, you have to, they drink really fast. I'm like, uh, I'm we're, I'm literally, I'm not over here, you know, eating some chips in the back corner right. of the service station. I'm doing my work. I've got my other tables. They're every other table. Right. And at this point, they've already been kind of rude that I can tell, but sure. I'm still putting on my best face that they're not going to get any, they're not going to get any better service than anyone else. Right. And, you know, you can just peg a table. You can tell oh, when yeah, someone is sure. starting to turn or is the certain way from the beginning. And so nothing changed on my end. And I agree with that because I feel like I give everyone the same service until they until they start being assholes to me mm-hmm. then then I'm gonna give you the bare minimum yep it just is what it is but if you're fun I'm gonna have more fun with yeah. you and if you're gonna get better service just because you know what I mean mm-hmm. if you go out and you're pissed off or you're fighting with your significant other or whatever and it's just awkward like I can't give you my best service because you're you're making me uncomfortable yep. or just being an asshole like I don't I don't deserve to be treated this way and I'm not gonna go above and beyond for you no, and you know, I think as a younger person in the service industry, I didn't understand that. Mm-hmm. I thought that, you know, whatever oh, for I the agree. customer, mm-hmm. I also don't want to lose my job. And now, you know, we're all people. We all have different things that we go through, all things that right. I've been through in the past couple of years. Today, which is mostly, I feel like, cause for this mindset, but right. today they're like, hell no. Hell right. no, because you're a person and I'm a person. This is not my life. This right. is my job. And I like it. It's easy. I don't want to have to find a new job. But... If it comes down to it and it's important, I'd rather find a new job than have to do X, Y, or Z for you then in this situation. Yes. Because, you know, certain sure. jobs are kind of, you know, some are better than others, but they are, at the end of the day, there's so many restaurants oh, that absolutely. I would rather just take my freaking chances and go find somewhere else. Oh, for sure. I agree with that, for sure. And I, it's frustrating because I worked at this restaurant by um, U.S. Bank Stadium when the um, Super Bowl was in town. And they made a big deal about you have to treat these guys. They're VIPs, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, I don't really, people are people are people are people to me. Uh-huh. I really don't, I don't get that hung up on celebrities. I've mm-hmm. never been that way. I mean, I've waited on several and I just don't, some are cooler than others, but I don't feel like they deserve to be treated any better than no. anyone else. I'm sorry. I, I really don't care. That is such a hilarious, and that's such a funny thing about the service industry too. It's like you meet so many different people. And managers, and some managers are better than others, but some oh, people absolutely. who are like, oh my god, bend over backwards for this table. Right. Or, right now, we're getting a lot of, he's here. Like, the owner of all of the store. Oh, he's here. Lord. It's like, you know, I'm going to just do my best, but, like, why Why should I do, like, extra? But if I was the owner of, like, 50 stores, and I walked into a store, I'd want to just, hopefully, kind of candidly see how people treat right. me anyway. 
not like give him make sure that this food is extra right you know just better or it's plated better it's like that is not what it should be like at all that's the standard should be this way all the time yes. and whether it's the owner or whether it's the customer you know mm-hmm. what i mean like totally. it should be oh we're gonna make it look better because the owner is here yep let me know it's like that's okay just, i don't know yeah i agree with that for sure all the different ins and outs of the service industry yeah you love it and you hate it yep but at the same time, too, you know, it totally depends on our, you know, the state that you're in. But being in Minnesota, it's yeah. extra, it is really extra nice um, that we get that minimum wage is, right. the hour, is the hourly wage. And it definitely makes it better right. and more, I don't know, doable. A little more lucrative than, the, than Wisconsin where you're making 213 Oh, my gosh. <laughs> other I, yeah, states, yeah. Other states, too, I guess. Yeah, for sure. I always feel like if I get a paycheck though, it's a bonus, and I yeah. work for my tips, and like the, oh, yes. I don't worry about you know when I I work with people. Well, at least I'm getting paid nine fifty an hour or whatever. So I'm like I don't I don't care about that. I want to be making extra. yeah I want to be making thirty bucks an hour in my tips, and I don't yes. care about the nine fifty that I'm getting in my wage. That's getting taxed. Well, and when you break it down, you know? as I when I started working again, I did. I was like, oh my gosh, like, and this is I think another huge part of why people do go to the service industry, is you know. And one way or the not another, you know that you can make right. a fairly decent living, especially if you are talking about people in the service industry who are, you know, black tie, right. or who have like you know, very very fancy, very, you know, I'm blanking fine dining right. sort of place. I mean, there are play people who that is their career. Right. What is it? They can make you know five six figures. Grand, yeah. yeah. Depending on where you're at, and obviously depending on what city you're in. Oh yeah, that's so, a huge factor. I mean, it's definitely doable. People can fund their lifestyle, their lifestyle for their kids, right. um, this kind of job. So, you know, if you break it down, it makes kind of a lot of sense to work 20 hours a week oh, every, for the whole seven days, or maybe it's eight hours for the week, whatever, and still break it down to make a fairly decent hourly wage. Right. Then, as opposed to trading 50 hours for your whole Monday through Friday for, like, a similar wage it's funny because at the beginning of the summer i was like oh i just i want to get out of this industry so bad i just want to change the pace i don't care what it is like i and i've done landscaping before so i was looking into that and i'm like fuck if i do landscaping i'm gonna have to wake up at i'm gonna have to work at 7 30 in the morning so i'm gonna have to wake up at like 5 mm-hmm. 5 30 go work from 7 30 to 4 30 and i would still wait tables for a little while at least but I would have not even come close working 40 hours, waking up at bullshit hours as I was serving. I was mm-hmm. like, I just, I can't do it. Nope. And it sucks because we want to buy a house in the spring. And the uh, my mortgage lady was like, you need more hours. You need more income on paper. And it'd be good if you stayed in the same industry. I was like, I want to leave the service industry so bad. I can't do this. But it sucks because it's like a catch-22. Yep. That is a catch-22. I can't. And I saw an ad the other day. It was so funny that said something about, and it was posted in like the, Food and beverage, hospitality on Craigslist, like, take a step up, make more hourly. Yeah. And it was like a fourteen fifty an hour job. I was like, okay, yeah, you're making more an hour, but not factoring in tips, that's actually a pay cut. And people don't yep. realize that ever. Yep. It's so crazy. Nope. It, $14 an hour, $14.50 an hour is a pay cut. Yeah. yeah I mean, and that's just a, the wonderful thing about the service industry. And, like, I, you know, you've heard it before, like, feast or famine or whatever. I've never really had – maybe maybe when I was younger, I don't really remember – but as long as you are fairly smart with the money right. that you're making, it's not going to be 
famine. Right. Now, there's going to be slower months. Right. And that also means that maybe pick up more shifts or maybe, you know, adjust your budget, especially if that's the only job that you have. Right. So now we're getting into more of like the financial I aspects. Know, of, right. But we're I mean, it's such, a lot of topics it's such okay. an, enco- <laughs> it's an encompassing it is, it sort is. of field. Nothing happens in a vacuum, though. So I feel like it's, it is all encompassing. It is. You know? So it's like, how do you, you know, like your job or, you know, what are you experiencing your job that sucks? Or like, how do you right. be productive? How do you do stuff like um, send your kids to school or buy a house. Right. It's just in the service industry, it's it's good and right. awesome and totally worth it. And then it can be like really frustrating. And my problem was, um, I feel like it was always so easy to pick up shifts. Like if I was short on a bill or I wanted to take time off, and then I'll catch up next week by working extra shifts. And then it's like, okay, well you do that too many times. Uh-huh. And you end up getting burned. And then you're like, well, I'm oh, actually so not really working anymore. Now I'm, now I'm behind on bills, and yep. now I have to work extra, extra. And then for me, it was, okay, now I'm burned out on the industry. Now what do I do? Because I'm behind on bills, and I don't want to work in the industry mm-hmm. anymore. What do I do? I have to still work in the industry. So, again, it's a catch-22 of yeah. you know trying to find the balance and all of that stuff. Yep. It is, but it's there's definitely a way to navigate it. That's for sure, and oh, yeah. I can't wait to like talk to other people and like just see their perspective know, and yeah, like sure. like what worked for you, what didn't work for you. Like, what is your advice? You've right. been in the industry for ten or thirteen years or whatever. Like, right. some people have bought their homes or financed their cars or um, are single parents or saving you know money just saving money, traveling or, the world, whatever. Yeah, doing you know starting businesses, being entrepreneurs. Like, there's just there's so many different avenues for sure. Yeah. And I think that just like the magic of the industry too, I mean, you could, you can just do it how you want. You can just do this, but it can also help you fund, you know, the things that you really want, whether it's houses or traveling or businesses, because you're not dedicating all of your time, every damn hour of your day to a job, especially a job that, I mean, I don't know, that doesn't really, it's not that important to you. Like some places, you know, you go to work, it's like whoever, whatever. We care. We don't care. You're punching a time clock, and that's yep. all. And it's what's nice about this industry, I feel like, is we can work 20 hours and make what some people make in 40 hours. Yes. And then you still have so some time have, to be you. Right. F- follow your passions or whatever if you want, right. or travel, or, or just even, it doesn't even have to be something so purposeful. It could right. be like, you know what, I still get to live my life this summer and just right. be me. <laughs> you know, it's funny because... Um, Last summer, I was working at a restaurant that closed down on the the 6th of July. So it was right after the 4th of July. And I was working where I'm currently working, too. And I was kind of freaking out for a second. And then I was like, wait a second. They shut down abruptly. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to find unemployment. Because I'm underemployed, technically, because I'm only working part-time at my other job. I'm just going to enjoy my summer. Uh-huh. And you know what? I don't even care. No. And that's exactly what I did. And it was... Fantastic. No, that's the thing. Like, one of I think that is a common quality for people who are in this industry is that we really, there's just something that's like we, we value our time. It doesn't mean that we're all you know building rocket ships for space or whatever, <laughs> right. but right. like we're all working on stuff. Or maybe a lot of people are creatives. I really think you know in like their most, own way. I feel like most people in this industry are creative somehow, whether mm-hmm. it's artists or. Um, actors, whatever. I feel like we're all creative types. Yeah. Or a lot of us, not all of us. No, but then I kind of wonder if not all of us are the ones who don't really do that well in the job anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. 
That yeah. too. But well, a lot. I mean, a lot of us are just, you know, I would I wouldn't say just, but like we are only doing the serving thing right now. Right. You know, like we're both working on our own businesses on it the side, but we purpose. weren't always like right. we have just for times only been serving as well. Right. But I feel like the the job in the industry serves a purpose too. You know, whether it is financing or material or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. Bills. Yeah. All those bills. You know. Well, you've got two kids. My kid's grown, but... <laughs> oh, yeah. Still. <laughs> yep, new shoes. That's... Yeah, I'm excited to see what people say, like, why they serve. Or right. bartend. Right. Why do you do it? Why are you in the industry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Why this one and anything else? Right. Okay, so we've hit the half an hour mark. Woohoo! So, I feel like we talked about doing um, some customer submissions and, like, just oh, reading yeah. some funny things. So, I didn't really get any submissions. But a follower did send me something about having just a crazy Saturday night, and she had a table that ordered um, Domino's pizza to no. be delivered to her bar, and then were pissed when she was like, um, you can't have that here. Okay. What are you doing? What? Where yeah. were these people from? I don't know, but it's, it's a restaurant within a half an hour of the, of the Twin Cities, and these people were like, um... We had Domino's delivered, and now they had to be asked to leave because you can't do that. And then they were pissed off. So it's like, <laughs> where do you, where are you from that you think you can order Domino's to be delivered to a restaurant that actually serves food? That is in hilarious. In the middle of a rush. In oh, so it wasn't even like eleven thirty. No, it was in the middle of like a dinner rush, from what I understood. This is bizarre. And who's the Domino's people? Who were well, like, sure, we, said, we deliver there. <laughs> that's what I was saying. I was like, how would Domino's not, you know, unless it's a young kid, like, wouldn't Domino's be, be like, kid, yeah. I don't know if we can deliver to a restaurant that actually serves food during this time. No. I don't, I don't think that's normal either, but, and then there was another thing that I found on, um, I can't remember what page I saw it on, but there was a bunch of um, modifiers typed in, and then... They had a cat allergy. Like someone ordered what? salmon, oh. and then underneath it, the server typed in cat allergy. So. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to pull it up so I can show you. I don't know. I don't know what that has to do with anything. And people were commenting and like, oh, maybe the server like asked, do you have any allergies? And the customer was like, yeah, I'm allergic to cats. And the server was new. Oh. Or was just yeah. fucking around and was like, yep, they're allergic to cats. <laughs> Like, in case you have one. Or make that one cook can't cook this or, food. Or don't let the cat go and catch the salmon. I don't yeah. really know. Cat allergy. Wow. Here, I have that it. is one of those, like, so server things. You're like, that would be hilarious. We need new server things. <laughs> uh, where is everybody? Salmon cat allergy. <laughs> what could that even be? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> cat allergy. I don't even know. Like I said, a couple people commented, like, maybe it was a new server, and she just asked if they had allergies, and they said cat, and she was like, okay, I have to type it in because I have to be thorough, or she was just... Covering really her bases so or, she doesn't give up. Right. Or did the cat catch the salmon, and we have to, you know... Yeah, pretty much. So, anyway. Yeah. All right, well, These this was hilarious. fun, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how we should sign off. I feel like we should say something, but I don't know what, what our sign-off word's going to be. I don't know yet. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our, you know, our beginning episodes. Yeah. Yeah. 86 stupid, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs>